Hey everybody, it's Jefferson. Welcome back to the Daily Anime Podcast. And today we're going to talk about Legend of the Galactic Heroes, Episode 7, The Ezerlone Invasion. And this episode is the second part of, I guess you could say it, The Ezerlone Invasion. Uh, the last episode, Episode 6, was about planning. This episode is about the actual execution of the battle. It's pretty fun to watch since there's a lot of action and it's cool to see the Rosenritter just go in and just axe up Imperial soldiers, but I think from here on out that the way I'll handle these battle episodes is just to put them in a batch and then pick things out that I thought were interesting and about the battle and talks about how each one shifts in the political war between the Empire, the Alliance, and Fazan. Um... Because, I mean, like, this episode's cool, but it's not, like, that cool, where I'd want to go on talking about it for, like, 20 minutes or anything. But, either way, that doesn't really matter. As we're talking about the episode, um, it starts off, and we see the Rosenritter from the last episode successfully infiltrate Ezerlone with the aid of the 13th Fleet decoys and sort of odd maneuvering. They successfully seize control of the control room and capture the fortress commander and distract the fleet commander. What's interesting is how the fortress commander's subordinates believed that their commander would choose death over dishonor. If you know where that means, that is actually something that you could see in early American legal code when it came to um, miscegenation and things like that. Or actually just sort of like the control of women too. But that's another issue entirely. But, But it's interesting how their subordinates would believe that their commander would choose death over dishonor when Shinkop held him hostage. However, instead of choosing, you know, this death, they choose dishonor. And not following the honorable path of the soldier, the commander gives in to the Rosenritter and surrenders their sort of control. But his subordinates shuts down the base and shuts down their communications in order to stall the Ezerlone invasion so that the fleet can return back to the fortress in time and basically you know win the win the battle meanwhile at the fleet flagship we see its fleet commander unwilling to return to Ezelone. after seeing that they were basically tricked um he decides to play it safe when he's not really that safe but oberstein tells him to return to the fortress since the alliance soldiers probably had not taken it um given their strange movements and that they haven't gone into the base So, I mean, he felt as though they were in the process of taking the fortress, but had not actually taken the fortress. And, um, basically, he's right. But his commander chooses to wait, fearing that the Alliance has already taken the fortress, and that they may be walking into a Thor hammer smack to the face. Then, we go back to the 13th Fleet, and the soldiers find themselves, as they say, between a rock and a hard place. Because they are currently taking the gamble that the Rosenritter won't betray them and seize, and that they would actually succeed in seizing the fortress. Um, and also that the Ezerlone fleet won't charge in on them. Like, they are counting on the fleet to just think that they've won the fortress. But, hey, you know what? The reason uh, the Rosenritter go in, they seize control of the Ezerlone computer room, seizing control of the fortress and taking back that well not back but take just winning right the alliance wins their gamble oberstein abandons his post and the fleet commander charges to his death after yang had granted them reprieve telling them that they could leave the battlefield and the alliance would not pursue them which apparently is supposed to be kind of weird 
um, everyone just looked at him was like, you're not just going to go kill them? Well, you're pretty cool. Like, right? I, I, I wasn't sure how to think about that. It's like, whoa, okay, do you have, like, a lot of bloodthirsty commanding officers? What's up with that? But, um, yeah, the Empire loses Ezerlone, and Yang returns to Heinesen Polis as Miracle Yang, since he reformed the miracle of taking Ezerlone. When Yang tries to retire, Cetalet, his commanding officer who's like one of the very few black characters i can't remember if i mentioned him or not in a previous episode his yang's higher up basically strong arms him and set keeps him from retiring using whatever sort of ethical obligations that yang has to other human beings right because he suggests that the 13th fleet would probably be given to an incompetent commanding officer that they are really just a ragtag group of survivors um and novices and so Yang chooses to stay on, and Yang's soldiers, his subordinates, and the Rosenritter seem happy to have him. And while Yang took a fair amount of calculated risks, such as believing in the Rosenritter and toying with the two commanders at Isolone, what we see is a reversal of the Battle of Astat, where, except this time, an actually game-changing move was made, as opposed to the maintenance of the status quo overseen by Fazan. Here, we see Yang, the competent person who doesn't believe in the soldier's nobility that recklessly leads his soldiers to their death against the incompetent demand commanders who have more co- um, competent officers beneath them. And this competent officer beneath them would be Oberstein, who is openly insubordinate, urging his commander to strike when they can, as in when he thinks that they haven't taken the fortress, and to flee when they must which his commander doesn't do. And you also have, like, the cowardly fleet commander who was easily deceived into accepting the Trojan horse. Yang, being the brilliant strategist, thoroughly wins the battle. And they say at the end of the episode that he did so without losing any soldiers. Already starting from far behind, because even, like, the people at Ezerloners saying that, hey, you know, this is, like, half a fleet. Where's the other fleet, right? Because they're also really just kind of confused. And... In that sense, Yang threw them off their game when he was really sent to his death. And so, it is pretty cool. Alright. Um, that's the end of the episode. The next episode's pretty cool. Um, although, I do think I kind of want to see the episode after that. Because it looks like there's a lot of continuing action, maybe, potentially. If not, I mean, I'll probably do the episode on its own. Um, but yeah, sorry for not being, I guess, as consistent as I should have been this week and, like, the last week. Um, I've been doing things, but I mean, like, I haven't been busy. It just, I just haven't had it in me, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'll just, you know, not, 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 not do the show. I may or may not do an LGH episode tomorrow. I did see a really bomb Korean movie that was just, like, really great. And I'm also trying to finish up watching, like, the another live-action movie. Um, another is an anime. But, you know, I mean, like, I think every now and then it's at least interesting to talk about, like, a Japanese live-action based upon a manga franchise, manga anime franchise, whatever, um... I mean, there's some interesting things to say about that, even though I don't think it's very good. But but I mean, I have only seen like five minutes of it. I do want to say right now that um, I've been playing uh, games. Specifically, I restarted Pokemon X 
and I'm playing it in Japanese, and I'm playing Love Plus. I finally beat Love Plus, and I'm on the dating stage, and it's really... I don't know how I feel about me continuing to actually play this game, because I've tested myself as like, yeah, I can sort of understand half the things that are being said. It's really hard, because there's so much kanji, and it seems so arbitrary when they decide to use kanji and hiragana and then like when i don't understand what's going on in the hiragana i feel like i have all kinds of problems there it's it's been a ride um (laughs) playing pokemon and playing love plus and if you don't know what love plus is good (laughs) good good that's all for today's episode thanks for listening um as always you can send us you know feedback or whatever comments ideas Email me, dailyanimepodcast at gmail.com. Send me a tweet, at dailyanimepod. Or, you know, comment on the blog, website thing, dailyanimepodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.